Good evening, afternoon, morning, or night, depending on whenever it is that you might be listening to this. <laughs> but how you guys doing? It's been a long time since I know I've created a podcast. Um, I apologize on that on my behalf because besides the holidays and then Christmas shopping for kids and the process that God has me in right now. Life has been lifing, and I've been learning, growing, and maturing in that. But you know, that still don't neglect the fact that I should have still been able to, you know, come together and still do the podcast. So I apologize for being gone for a little while, but we're back at it, um, and we're going to continue with the conversation about where where it where it was that we left off. I know the last time that um, the last podcast that I had. It was called The Easy Way Out. I did that one solo, but the one before, yeah, because that one wasn't planned. But the one prior, I had two guests. I had my friend and brothers with me, Jacoby and Shamante. Um, so this time is going around. I've got my brother Shamante back with me again. And we're going to be talking on the conversation and the topic of community how important it is to you know recognize your community who it is that you have around you um why it's important to have people around you you know the dangers or caution that might come with the people that are around you and all that good stuff friends family co-workers you know your community makes up everybody that everybody that, in, that encompasses around you work family friends co-workers people that you interact with you know it's just like you know who all makes up the net of the community of people that are around you or who all would you lean into it to that you could trust to call your community you know it can go a whole lot of different ways but the one um but and thinking about the topic and thinking about the um thinking about how to start this off i had one thought that came in mind and I think that's how I'm going to start it off with the one thought that I end up having, which was your community has the power. Hold on. How would it had to go? Your future, your future is only as big as the community that's around you or your your community has voice for your future or your future can only come from the voice of those that are around you. And what I mean by that is that how detrimental it is that you are surrounded by the right people, that you have the right circle around you, that you have the right team pushing you, the right people behind you, supporting you, uh, undergirding you, lifting up your arms whenever you feel weak, um, people that are praying for you, people that are, you know, that are in your corner rather than people that are doing the complete opposite. People that are, you know, trying to manipulate you, people that are trying to use you. People are trying to keep you in the same place as them because they don't want to see you grow because they know that you'll outgrow them. You know, it ends up going a long way, a long way. But it's pretty much how it ends up working, because you as an individual, you can only go so far. It's like, you know, in your own mind, your mind will tell, you know, in your mind and in your own desires and um, passion to try to make it somewhere. You know, you only have strength for so far. Your your passion and your own strength and endurance will only take you to a certain point. But then it's when you reach those certain points that, you know, God will end up bringing people into your life that will give you the fuel that you need to further push you further along in your journey. You know, he'll put people in your uh, put 
people around you or people behind you that will end up praying for you to, so you can make it through, you know, make it over the next circumstance or make it through the next hurdle or make it over the next hump. Or, you know, he'll end up bringing around people that will end up, you know, giving you the language to what it is that you can't define. It's like, you know, you're stuck somewhere. You reached a point where, you know, you're you're becoming stagnant because you don't know which way to go, which way to maneuver. But then God will end up bringing around people that will end up, um, you know, being able to see what it is that you're doing or where it is that you are and then be able to give you the language on how to navigate where it is that you are so that way you can end up making it out of that situation. It's like, you know, the community of people around you are always supposed to be able to see where it is that you are and where it is that God is trying to take you. It's like if you got people that are around you that that do not have sight for your future, then they won't be able to have language for your future. And then if they don't have language for your future, then that's where you end up being stuck in, you know, the the pos or the realms of being stagnant, the realms of being uh you know, murky, murky water, so to say, you know, because you're just sitting in one place. And then, you know, when water ends up sitting for so long, then it ends up uh, becoming murky, then it ends up becoming dirty. And then next thing you know, it starts stinking. And then next thing you know, you know, you're sitting there trying to figure out why life sucks so much. Why is it that, you know, everything that you do is failing? How come everything that, you know, you're trying to put your hand to isn't working or you know, anytime that you try to reach out to anybody for positivity, they're always speaking negatively. And like, you know, you then trying to figure out, okay, how did I get to this place? How did I get to a, a position to where, you know, nobody support me? Everybody's saying that they're there, they're going to be there for me, but yet nobody is, you know, it's just like, you know, how is it that I'm, on, I'm I want to do more, I want to do better, but yet it seems like nobody has, um, nobody has any type of language to help me out. You know, instead of trying to, I'm looking for, I'm looking for wisdom, but all I'm getting is a statement. It's like, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to turn a, a statement into wisdom or knowledge to get you out of something. It's just like, you know, sitting there trying to figure out, okay, you know, how can I navigate through this? How can I do this? Oh, you know, you, you got it. You can do it. You know, hey, it'll be all right. Look, I don't need, I don't need no statement. I need, <laughs> I need some sound knowledge and wisdom that's going to help me get through this. I don't need somebody to just, you know, pat me on the back and say it's going to be all right. You know, I can tell myself it's going to be all right. I don't need somebody that's just going to be like, oh, well, you know, it'll be better tomorrow or, you know, just, you know, leave it alone and blah, blah, you know, it, it'll work itself out. No, I need somebody that's going to sit with me, lay out, let's lay out everything from point A to point Z. What all is, what all is in front of me? What all is it that's going to be needed to be done how is it that we can maneuver through it? Because if they don't have the foresight and insight to what it is that you're going through, then what's the point of them being around? Because ultimately, you know, I can I have my pers perspective on it. But then at the same time, Shamante can come in and be like, well, have you tried it this way? Like, no, I never I never saw it that way. Why? Because Shamante has a whole different perspective. It's like, you know, if everybody has and shares the same perspective as you as you then you need to, I ain't going to say get rid of people. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I can only suggest, but I'm going to suggest that you need to, uh, what's the word I want to use? You need to adjust or, you know, think about or put into consideration who are the people that you have around you. If everybody all, if everybody has the same vision and the same perspective, then how can you truly grow? 
it's like, yes, you can have the same vision as far as in the, the same end goal. But at the same time, not everybody is supposed to have the same uh, have the same vision in order to reach that vision. So in other words, like if me, Shamante, uh, let's pull Jacoby back into the picture. Uh, Nevaeh, who is who's done been on the podcast with me, if you know, the four of uh, the four of us all sat down and was like, all right, look, we want to create a business. Nevaeh can come with. All right. So, look. We need this resource, this resource, this resource. I'm thinking like, okay, well, I'm going to go start out by reaching out to, you know, I got some connects with, you know, people that can bring bring in, you know, some finances in order for that to happen. And then, you know, uh, and then Jacoby can come with, okay, well, I know that we're going to need these contracts. We're going to need this and this done. We're going to need this and this done. And then I can be like, okay, so while everybody else is doing this, I can then come with the hands-on and be like, okay, I'm going to go out there and get my hands dirty and, you know, start making the phone calls and start doing this and start doing it. You know, it's like everybody has a role to play in order to reach the same vision. But if everybody is all sitting at the same table and all sitting there like, oh, well, uh, well, yeah, we can all do, uh, well, shoot, I said I was going I was going to do that. Well, you know, I, I was, I, you know, it was the same idea I had. Then, okay, then how far are you going to get? How far are you going to get? If everybody has the same, same perspective, perspective and same, uh, yeah, the same per- perception and perspective as in how to reach something. If not everybody around you has a different viewpoint on how it is that you can maneuver through a thing in order to reach a thing, you know? That's why, you know, it's important to try to figure out who are the people that I have around me? How come I'm not growing? If I am growing, is it because, you know, I'm growing because of the people around me or am I not growing because of the people around me? You know, that brings that brings about self self and self evaluation. Is it something in me or is it because of the people that I have around me? Because, you know, some people well, not gonna say some people because the way the way it works, some people are in your life for a reason, some people are in your life for a season, some people are in your life for a lifetime. It's like not everybody is always always allowed and meant to go with you everywhere that you go in life. So it's like you have to have that discernment in order to know how it you know how it is that you're gonna maneuver through each season of your life and who God has put around you in order for you to properly maneuver through each season that you have in your life. Hey man. <laughs> Um, well, when I think about the word community, um, like Chris said, I think about a group of people who have different opinions, different perspectives, but all with the same goal. And that's to uplift Jesus no matter what. If you have a goal or a vision or a perspective and it's not to uplift Jesus, then it's, it's, it's trash. Period. But, um, one thing that um, Holy Spirit's been dealing with me is the benefit of community and the um, disadvantage of a community. To me, the benefit is when you have people who really want to be there for you, uh, people who want to help steer you in the right direction, uh, people who want to give you positive insight, but also correct you when you're wrong. If you're around people and they just allow you to do wrong and won't say nothing to you, then you are clearly around the wrong people because the right community wants to see you at your best. They want to see you thriving. They want to see you um, motivated. They want to see you inspired, but also want to correct you when you're wrong. Now, me personally, 
I didn't understand community when I first became a community. And that's one way you can look at it when you're not used to a positive reinforcement uh, within people that you don't know how to receive those people, especially when they hold you accountable. Because when you don't want to be held accountable, then accountability feels like an attack. It feels like, well, I've always done it this way, or I've always done this, or I've always gone here, I've always gone there. But maybe they see something that you don't. And when your judgment is clouded, you can't see where you're going. It's almost like you're in a rainstorm and you're trying to see the road and you can't see it. And they're telling you to pull off into safety, but yet the pride, the stubbornness, um, all that comes about and you keep driving and then you end up wrecking when all you had to do was pull over in the first place. So uh, all of that has to deal with community. You know, if you're prideful or if you hate accountability, then you're not ready for community. Oh, that rhymes. That's a word. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's the truth. One thing um, I love about Chris is he's always going to check in. He's always going to make sure, you know, that we're okay. He's the oldest of the brothers. So he's always going to, you know, make sure we're good. And if we're not good, then he, nine out of ten times, he has language for where we are. Because as the oldest, he's been through it. And he doesn't want us to learn, you know, the hard way like he did. But like I said, if you're stubborn or if you're biased or you don't like accountability, then you're going to head in the wrong direction. So that's my whole viewpoint on community. And I stand 10 toes behind that. Because like I said, if you're not ready to be challenged, I put it this way, if you're in a circle and you're not challenged or inspired, it's a cage. Period. You're stuck. Because anybody who's for you is going to be willing to get you out um, by any means necessary. Like whatever we have to do. A community is going to pull up. Hey, if we notice or see something that's not right, we're going to pull up. Because we love you. We want what's best for you. It's almost like, well, I won't use the word gang because I don't like that word. <laughs> but it's almost like we're a crew. And when one of us is down, all of us is down. And we're going to get you up by any means necessary. But like I said, if you have a negative viewpoint on community, you're going to feel attacked. So long as you have an open mind, you let the pride go and you're humble enough to receive your community, then you're humble enough to receive all the impartation um, the wisdom, the encouragement, the empowerment of what our community comes with. You know, sorry, I'm over eating a piece of chocolate. <laughs> I didn't think he was gonna get done that quick. I was trying to eat some candy. <laughs> um, so, I, okay, I had two different thoughts. I'll start with this one though. How can you recognize who's for you, or how can you recognize? Those that are in your corner, you know, because it's like, like what? Because like using Shamate's, uh, Shamate like as an example again, like when he first started coming around, is it all? Oh, hey, nice to meet you. But you know, because of the community of people that we're around, you know, anytime somebody comes, 
somebody's new, somebody comes around, then the first thing we do is, you know, we start linking up. Hey, you know, checking in. Hey, how you doing? And stuff, you know, stuff of that sort. Okay, you know, you start building that relationship. But then, you know, how you know that it's a God ordained uh, individual that is now a part of your family slash community is because God will put them on your heart or you on their heart. It's like because, you know, without even knowing Shemante too much, the next thing you know, you know, God was like, you know, hey, check in on him. Hey, he's going through this. Hey, he's going through this. Hey, you know, something's off with Shemante. You need to check in. And I'm like, uh, okay, you know, I don't really know do too much, so I don't know how he's going to receive all of this, but yo, okay, whatever. So, you know, shoot a text message or, um, a message or, you know, send a message out on messenger or something, you know, just to reach out, but okay, you know, you don't have to go into, you know, deep detail about, okay, well, God put you on my heart or nothing like that. You know, it's just that simple, Hey, how you doing? Hey, Hey, I was thinking about you, you know, or Hey, you know, how's your day been? You know, just so that way you can try to find out, you know, what is possibly going on. So it's just like, you know, do you have those type of people in your life? Do you have people that are reaching out and just checking in on you, seeing how you're doing? You know, how how is it with your heart? Is your mind okay? You know, what's going on with you? And not, hey, bro, hey, sis, what you got going on? Let's go hit this club up. Let's go, you know, I got this bottle. Let's, you know, let's go do this. Hey, I got this group of individuals that are they're going to come around that's going to, you know, only end up bringing about, you know, traps and <laughs> snares and a whole bunch of other, you know, stuff that's going to end up putting us into bondage and everything else like that. It's like, you know, are the people that are checking in, checking in because they have the best interest out for you? Or are they checking in because they just want to, they want a, a prison mate? In other words, you know, somebody to share their sin or somebody to share their brokenness. Because that's one thing I found out is in my time running around in the world, a majority of the people I was friends with, a good majority, not all of them, but a good majority of them, were people that I found out the reason why we were so close was because we shared the same we we shared the same jail cell. In other words, we shared the same jail cell because we had the same wounds, we had the same issues, we had the same brokenness, and you know that brokenness doesn't come out so willy nilly. You know, it's masked by the smoking. It's masked by the drinking. You know, oh, well, you know, they like the club. I like the club. Well, shoot, let's hit the club together. Or shoot, you know, you you smoke, I smoke. Well, you know, let's smoke together. Oh, well, shoot, you like you. You know, you can turn the bottle up. So can I. You know, or I realize you get chicks, so I can get chicks. You know, or you know, I I notice how you move and how you how you how you can you know manipulate a situation and you know I you real slick with your words and hey bro you know I like that because you know that, that remind me of me. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's a whole bunch of different vices that we run to so it's just like you know whenever like of when i think of a vice i think of, of like a, of a grip something that like holds holds some type of grip so in order for something to hold a grip i'm thinking of like you know those little uh plastic things that you could uh put over top of like paper bag or like a bag of potato chips or something so it's like, you know, in order for, you know, you squeeze on one end and it opens up the other end and then, you know, to clamp it, you got to let go of it. That way it closes in on something. It's like, you know, that's look at it this way. It's like, you know, while you're holding one end of that vice, they're holding the other end of that vice. And together, both of y'all are clamping down the solidification of both of y'all together in that issue. You know, if that makes sense. It's like, you know, every it's like because as God started bringing me are maturing me and moving me into, you know, a place of maturity, a place of healing, a place of wholeness, then I noticed that all those people that were 
a part of my quote unquote community started falling off. It's like, you know, they either didn't want to hang around me no more. Anytime I reached out to them, you know, I, they either, I wouldn't either get any type of response or I'd end up getting to the point to where, you know, I, I just, something in me was just like, you know, I don't really feel like talking to them very much, or I don't really feel like reaching out to them, you know, like I used to, or, you know, all the stuff that I used to connect with them doesn't sound so much, doesn't seem so much fun anymore as what it used to be. You know, it's like, you know, when God starts maturing you and God starts uh, bringing you to a, a newer a newer level of your own maturity, your growth, and bringing you more into the identity of who he created you to be, you know, not everybody's going to go with you. So because not everybody's going to go with you, you know, you have to be okay with leaving people where they are because, yes, there's been some that grew with me, but then there were some that also uh, that I outgrew. It's like, you know, I realized, hey, look, you know, I wanted, you know, because we were so cool, because we were so close, I want you to go with me. So I'm going to try to pull you along with me. And the more I try to pull you along with me, all it does is further hurt me because I see that you're not willing to change. And then I'm sitting there trying to figure out, well, why don't you want to change? Why don't you want to, you know, why doesn't that, why is it that you don't want to, you know, come to where I am? Because I'm now experiencing a whole nother level of healing, of wholeness, of, of being healed, of, you know, being more mature. But yet, you know, I want you to go with me, but you don't want to. And I don't it's like, you know, it, it's best to just leave people where they are and save yourself the torment of trying to understand why it is that nobody or why these people don't want to grow with you. It's not the fact that they don't want to grow with you. It's the fact that they've outlived that you're trying to pull them into a season that they are supposed to be uh, left out of. They're not supposed to go, go with you. They're not supposed to grow with you. They're not supposed to, you know, continue continue life with you because they serve their purpose. And their only purpose was to give you you know, to possibly give you a temporary comfort in the middle of what it is that you was trying to mask. But now God wants to deal with that thing that you was trying to hide behind the smoke and the drinking and all the et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So in order for you to grow, he now has to change your circle. And then by him changing your circle, then you start coming into, you know, the people like Shemante and, you know, everybody else that ends up, you know, that could possibly have language for where it is that you are. And, you know, but hey, you know, I was going through that. I, I see where you are. And, you know, because I see where you are, I'm will, you know, I'm willing to help you out because, I you know, I, I know what it's like to go through this. And I know what it was like to feel alone in that moment, because, you know, if if you're like the first one of the first little um, the first podcast I did was, you know, being a trailblazer It's like, you know, if you're one of those individuals where, you know, you go through things alone and you go through things, you know, it seems like you're going through things alone. You know, the season of you doing something alone or going through the lesson by yourself isn't something that always happens. You know, if I'm if this catches anybody in that in that in that place it's like, you know, you're not going through everything by yourself for no reason. It's like, you know, because you you end up being that trailblazer to go through the healing, the uh the maturity and everything alone without a community of people around you, or maybe just having one or two people around you instead of like a whole group of people around you, then, you know, that's setting you up to have the language for somebody that's going to come behind you, you know, because, you know, I'm not putting no names out, but you know, it's like the last church I was going to, um, I, everybody was comfortable. There was really no conviction, you know, it's like we went to church and then as soon as church was over, we was going out and smoking and, you know, drinking and, you know, meet up the night before church and smoking and drinking and, you know, 
people mess around with other people in the church. And, you know, it's like, you know, we was it was OK. It was OK. All because of the fact of there was no conviction in that, you know, in the church or in that church, at least there was no conviction. There was nothing. You know, you you go to church to feel good. I mean, but that might not be everybody's story, but at least for me, it was, you know, everybody, you know, for me, everybody was okay with their sins. Everybody was comfortable with them. You know, we went and we got into church. We was worshiping. We was happy. You know, we felt good. That was a good sermon. And then in the middle of while the sermon's going on, we sending out text messages. Hey, who got the blunt for after church? You know what I'm saying? Or, hey, were we meeting up at, you know, it feels good outside. Let's everybody meet up at the park. You know what I'm saying? But then turn around and once... I start, once I got to the point to where God wanted me, he wanted me for himself and he wanted me to, you know, to grow. Then the church, he pulled me from the church that I was going to into the church I'm going to now. And um, like I said, no shade to the past church. You know, they served the they served their season. They served their purpose in my life for that moment of where I was. But when God brought me into a different community, then I noticed that, okay, hey, Nobody here smokes. Nobody here drinks. Nobody here enjoys doing the things that I like to do. So, you know, it's like that causes a, a rift in what it is that God is trying to do in your life. When God ends up taking you from one community and placing you, placing you into the community of others that have more language for where you are or have a better, uh, a better uh, perspective on your vision or on your future, and they have the heart of God for you and towards you, and they want nothing but God's best for you and towards you, then, you know, it's going to cause a rift because it's like, hey, you know, these people ain't rolling like I like to roll. So I'm, you know, I'm I, I'm going to push them away. It's like, you know, because right now we're sitting in my spiritual father's house. And when, you know, when I first met him, you know, I, you know, he was he came to be the uh, minister of music at my last church. And that's how, you know, God intertwined, you know, me to meet him. And then next thing you know, I started going to his church and I'm like, oh, this dude preaches too. But then like, you know, the more he's, I started hearing him preach, the more I was like, man, I'm, you know, for the first time I'm starting to feel bad about what I'm doing. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> like you know, I'm like, this is different. Like, you know, I'm used to hearing the, hearing the pastor preach and then turn around and being, you know, feeling okay about the fact that I'm going out to do what I want to do. Now, all of a sudden I'm like, why? I don't like this. You know, and because I didn't like what God was trying to bring me into, I started pushing him away. You know, anytime my mama and uh, the people that I was going to the church with, they was like, oh, well, we're going to go to, you know, we're going to go to David's church. Let's go. Let's go. And I was like, mm, yeah, I don't want to go. I'm I'm going to stay out. I'm going to stay out. And then it got to the point to where I think something had happened to my mama's car to where everybody was riding with me. So then, you know, it's the way it's funny how God ended up setting it all up because they was riding with me. You know, they was like, but we really want to go. We really want to go. Come on, Chris, come on. Come on. You, you the one driving. So I was like, Oh, okay, I'll go. So then next thing you know, the more I started spending time in this new community, the more God started shift, uh, started changing me into the likeness of the community of people that he had me around. So then next thing I know, you know, the taste of the things of the old started falling off. The, you know, my perspective on things started changing. And, I, you know, God was able to start working with me because he put me in a community of people that had had a vision for me because they said, look, where you are right now, God has so much more for you. What do you mean by that? Like, you know, I've heard prophetic words and stuff before, but like to have a community of people around you that actually push you into and inst instead of just talking about it, you're actually being about it. You're actually 
helping me to grow into this person that you keep telling me that you see it's like you know it was it was odd it was different but it's just like you know instead of trying to push off the people that seem to be different or the people that are against the grain of what it is that you're used to be more open and welcome to those type of individuals because you never know how God will end up using them in order to bring you into uh, a further place of maturity a, f a further place of healing a, f uh, a further place of being healed and a further place of being whole it's like you know honestly I probably wouldn't be or I ain't gonna say you know I, I know for a fact I would not be the man I am now if I didn't have the community that God ended up putting around me now it's like you know if he never if God never moved me out of the community that I was running with then by all means I would still be in the mess that I was in I'd still be in all the snares all the bondage all the entanglements, all the um, the mindset, the double-mindedness, you know, bouncing back and forth and swaying by every wind of doctrine and, you know, having a stony heart is just like, you know, I'd be in a more jacked up place than what I, what I am now, all because of the community that God ended up putting around me. So it's like, you know, be open to changing who you're around. Be open to who it is that, you know, God is trying to bring into your life. Be open to, you know, that just... Even if it's just that one individual, because you never know how one individual can end up changing, changing the trajectory of your life all because God is trying to change who change your community and who it is that he's bringing around you and encompassing you with. Because, you know, we oftentimes pray that, you know, God place a hedge of protection around me. God place a hedge of protection around me. But your hedge of protection is a bunch of people that have, you know, ill intentions for you. Your hedge of protection are people that have you know, they want the, the, you know, they want just a little bit for you, you know, they want, you know, just you to stay where they are. It's like, you know, and then you're wondering why so many attacks are hitting you and why you're, you know, coming up against so much is because, you know, you oftentimes fight the battles of the people that are around you. But at the same time, those people that are around you, if they don't have the, the spiritual armor that is needed in order to overcome those situations, then how how much more are you going to be able to overcome what it is that you're going through? Because the people around you are fighting the weapons of this warfare with carnal weapons. Instead, we're supposed to be, you know, uh, what's the scripture? We're supposed to be fighting these battles and everything with our spiritual weapons. You know, I'd rather have people that are around me. I would much rather have people around me that can pray for me than people that are around me that can square up with somebody, you know? It's like, you know, just because you got hands, I don't mean that you can pray for me just because you might be able to lay somebody out naturally doesn't mean that you'll be able to give language or not give language, but be able to um, to, you know, to come against the things that are operating through people and in people in order to bring out the, cir the circumstances and situations and things that are happening in your life, you know, so. Yeah, I just said a whole lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're trying to find the scripture you're looking for. Uh, yeah, I'm saying, look, I, uh, that's another thing. I know a whole lot of. I know the scripture. Weapons, the weapons of a warfare are not carnal, but mighty. Yeah. Through the pulling down of strong. I know scriptures, but I just don't know. Yeah. I gotta gotta work on like where they are. Like, yeah, Matthew's this is this, and this. No, I just know them. I don't. I don't know the actual. Um, one uh, flip side to what Chris was saying about how how you know who is for you. Or how do you know you're in the right community? The right community does not look like your past. If you're in a community and it looks like your past, that's not a community. That's a trap. The right community is, is a group of people 
who want to see who's going to fit your future. They see where you are now and they're not going to judge you based off judge you based off where you are now, but they're going to help navigate you to where you're destined to go. That's one way that I look at it because they're like um Pastor Chris said it's okay to outgrow people and places. Everybody's not meant for you. Every place is not meant for you. Now, there's sometimes it hurts. It hurts losing people. But if you are the one that's willing to grow and another individual isn't willing to grow, that's not your fault. So don't don't hang that over your head that, oh, I'm losing so and so or I'm losing this person or that family member. And sometimes it's close family It's some close family now that I really don't, you know, talk to, you know, unless something tragic happens or like there's a death in the family. It's not because I don't love them. It's because we're on different paths. And listen, that's okay. Find peace in knowing that that's okay. I used to be the one that would hold my head down because, well, I don't talk to this cousin anymore. Or I don't talk to that auntie or that uncle anymore. It's not, it's not personal. It's not personal. It's all about growth. Where I'm going, they're not willing to go. And that's fine. Do I want them to go? Absolutely. Would I help them to go if they wanted to go? Absolutely. I know um, there's a Bible verse uh, I use normally can call scriptures like it's nothing, but <laughs> it says, don't throw your pearls to the swine. Yep. You know, sometimes we are so full of wisdom, but you're pouring it out to those who could care less. Because if somebody values your wisdom, number one, they're going to ask for it. And number two, when they receive it, they're going to apply it. I know it's um it's something um Chris told me the other day. I think it was evaluate, apply, execute. You're gonna evaluate where you are, apply the wisdom, then execute whatever you're going through to get where you need to go. So that's why community, good community, spiritual community is so important because if you don't have that, you're not going to make it. You cannot fight this fight by yourself. There may be sometimes I have to reach out to Chris or reach out to some of the other, you know, brothers in the community, you know, to pray for me or talk to me because, you know, sometimes I'm battling something and I'm, you know, I'm not really used to this or I'm not really uh, know what's going on. And they may have language for where I am to get me to where I need to be. But if I'm so puffed up from pride of thinking I can fight this fight all by myself, I'm going to constantly lose every time and then when you lose and you get trapped again and you're in bondage again the enemy's just gonna sit there and laugh at you because he's got you in the same place he's had you all these years so that's why good community is so important don't shun good community now i'm gonna be honest and this may be a little blunt but if you're not ready for a strong community then it's best to just be by yourself now that may be a bad way to put it but if you're in a, a good community, they're going to inspire you to grow. But everybody's not ready to grow. And that's okay. You have to, you have to find peace and just, you know, leaving people behind and going to where God has you. There's no reason for you to hold yourself back just because brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so don't want to go there. 
Your destination is very important. Your growth is very important. Your improvement is very important. Never for a moment think that your growth, your development, your inspiration, your spiritual strength is not important because that's the only way you're going to be successful in this life. Yeah. There was something that something he said that brought something to mind. Um those good points. Um dang. Oh. I think my last point, because I know this thing limits it to an hour. We got twenty four minutes left. <laughs> um but, but one thing that I think the last point I wanna make is I don't know if I might have said it already or not, but I just wanted to reiterate the importance of being okay with separating from people that you need to be separated from. It's like, because I know of situations, too many situations. I had to take a quick little sound at too many situations to where there are people that God is trying to pull them into something else. And God is trying to use the, or he's trying to pull them into something else or pull them into um, what he has for them. Because, you know, there are things that God has promised each and every one of us. But at the same time, because God has promised things to people, there are some people that actually can see that thing happening before that individual can. And because they can, they can then see that, hey, this can actually happen for them. Or you know what? This is going to happen for them. But you know what? Because of where it is that I am, I don't want them to go because I know if they end up going, if they end up reaching where it is that God has for them to go, they're going to leave me behind. You know, it's, it's, it's a difference between, you know, separating yourself from people, but then or separating yourself from people that, you know, are holding you to your past. But then there's also people that that are purposely putting, you know, putting seeds of, uh, man, you know, manipulation in your ear or seeds of um, discord. discord in your ear. And, you know, putting putting those little seeds in you that, hey, you know, you shouldn't do that or no, you know, they they they're giving you quote unquote wise counsel. But their wise counsel is really is really uh, words of witchcraft, you know, speaking spells over you and speaking curses over you to keep you from moving into what it is that God is trying to trying to give and give to you. It's like, you know, because, you know, I don't want them to to, to pursue this because once they pursue it, then that means I'm going to be left behind. I don't want them to pursue this because I know that they're going to leave me. I know that I don't want them to pursue this because I know that, you know, they'll end up you know, not needing me no more. They won't be able, they won't be calling me as much and, you know, and, and stuff of that sort. It's like, you know, separating from people that don't want to grow is one thing, but having the discernment to find the people that are purposely placing, uh, that the having the discernment to find the people whose words are laced with manipulation to keep you in the place that they are. So that way you, you and them can always be together. You know, we're BFFs, we're sisters, we're brothers. We've been rolling together for so many years. It's always just, you know, we're two peas in a pod. It's always been us against the world. But now that I, I can see that God is trying to do something in you and with you and move you into something else, 
I don't want to let go of that because now it's going to leave me in a place of uncomfort. That's going to leave me in a place of pain. That's going to leave me in a place to where I'm going to have to figure out the new norm or something else that God might be trying to do with me. But I don't want to go through that because I much rather, you know, just keep this comfortable place that I have now with you. You see what I'm saying? It's like, you know, not everybody that is going through life with you is meant to go through life with you. And like, and I mean that on both ends or both spectrums. Yes, there are some people that you need to cut off, but then there's also people that are purposely attached to your heels. So that way they can know how they can, they can watch and, um, they can watch and watch and, uh, what's the, what I want, how do I want to put this? They, okay. They watch, but then in the right moment, They'll take the they'll take the they'll take the seat and drive for you. It's like okay, I can see that they're getting so far, but oh, mm -mm, you know what? Here, let's pull over here for a second. In other words, let's go out for a drink. Here, let's come over and talk. Hey, let's you know, hey, you know, there's just something I want to talk to you about. But then when you pull over to make that quote unquote stop, then next thing you know, that's when they're sowing the seeds of hey, you know, I've noticed it, you know. This and this and this, and I noticed that this, this and this, you know, I don't know, I don't know about this, and I don't know about that, and you know, I just have a bad feeling, or God told me this, 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 and this. But because you are comfortable with them and because you trust them, they're using that against you to end up bringing forth and bringing out uh, their will instead of God's will. In other words, they then at that moment, because they start uh, speaking those words to you and placing those seeds in your ear and in your heart, they now take the driver's seat and are now gearing you away from that which God is trying to bring to you. If that makes a whole lot of sense. It's like, you know, be, be, it's like, okay, in your community and the people that God is placing around you or that God has around you, not everybody's from God. Not everybody is ordained by God to be around you and to encircle you. So in that case, you always need to pray about who it is that is around you because like the wheat and the tares, they grow together. And the only way that they will be separated is by the wind of God. That only God himself is the one that can separate the wheats and the tares because it's only God himself that can see and tell the difference between the wheats and the tares. So it's like, you know, in other words, the wheat is what's good. That's what's um, producible. That's what bears fruit. That's what, you know, is nourishing. That's what's nourishment. But then the tares is just something that is dead, something that just looks like that looks like the wheat. So it's just like, you know, instead of sitting there trying to, you know, oh, well, we've always been together. OK, why? It's like ask those questions. Why have y'all always been together? Is it because y'all have so much um so much comfortability with each other? Is it because y'all have so much in common or are they really in your circle for this long because they are purposely trying to keep you with them and stop what God is trying to do in your life and for you. You know, it's like, you know, everybody, you should be praying about every connection that you have. You know, no matter if you've been rolling together for 18 years, 20 years, your whole entire life since birth, it's like, you know, you're still supposed to pray about it. God, you know, this person for where I am now and where it is that you have me to go, are they supposed to really be, are they, are, are they somebody that you want around me? Are they somebody that is, you know, detrimental or, um, an advantage to where it is that you want me to go? You know, do does this person have words for, for where it is that, that you're trying, you're trying to, um, you're trying to lead me, but overall pray and ask for a strengthening of your discernment, because when you ask for that, 
the words that they end up, you know, hey, well, you know, hey, such and such and such and blah, 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 then you know what? Something in you is going to be like, you know, I don't, that don't, that don't sound right. You know, something, I don't know, I, something about what you said, I just don't agree with it. You know, I don't see things that way. And that's okay. It's like, you know, because after a while, God's, you know, God's word does not fall to the ground. His word does not return to him void. It, it, therefore, it establishes that which it has been sent to do. Every promise that God has is yes and amen. Everything that God has spoken or uh, has put his word behind ends up happening one way or another. So in other words, even if, you know, you know what, because they have been so, so comfortable or because they have always been that friend, that brother, that sister, I'm not, I don't, I'm afraid to pray that prayer because I'm afraid of letting them go. And I'm afraid of what might be revealed. But regardless, God's word does not return to him void. So if he has spoken a thing and he's decreed, declared, proclaimed and commanded a thing to be and to be established, then whether you pray it or not, eventually God's word is going to start coming, coming forth and starting to uh, pull on you to bear that which it has been, which that it has been sent to do. So therefore, even if you don't pray it, it's still going to start. You know what? Something about what you were saying just don't sit right with me no more. You know what? Even though for 20, 20 something years, you know, everything that you've been telling me has been sounding wise, has been sounding, you know, comforting, has been sounding like, you know, sound doctrine in a way. Then, you know, now all of a sudden, I just I just don't know. You know, it just something don't sit right with me about what you said about such and such or something don't sit right with me about, you know, this move or taking this job or, you know, doing you know, whatever it might be. It's like, you know, so be don't ignore the promptings and how the Holy Spirit is trying to speak in moments where somebody might be trying to give you quote unquote wise counsel, because those that are those that are that seem as if they are for you aren't always for you. And I think that's my last statement. You got anything else? <laughs> I second everything you said. So, you know, it's like, you know, it's. We, you know, it's the community of people that you have around you can be very, can have, can bear a whole lot of fruit, can have a whole lot of advantages. But at the same time, the people that are around you can also be damning. They can be, hold, they can hold you back. They can, you know, be manipulating everything that's going around with, going on with you. And for you, because, you know, instead of using the insight that God is trying, that God has given them to speak life into your future. They're using it against you to keep you in bondage with them because they're fearful themselves of what it is that, you know, well, God hasn't spoken to me about my own future or, you know, because they're so caught up in their own uh, wounds and unhealed places and vices and things, and, you know, running away from father wounds and everything else that they might be dealing with, then, you know, they're afraid to seek God for themselves. But, you know, I can actually see that God is going to do this for you. So I'm a I'm I know I can't have that happen because that means that I'm going to be hurt all over again. That means that I'm going to be, you know, but at, the, at at what point do you are you going to. OK, I'm going to ask this question. Are you going to stay and allow somebody else's discomfort to keep you in a place to where you'll then soon be sharing that same discomfort? Because, like I said earlier, your community it, you share the burdens of your community. So if everybody around you is, is flourishing and prospering and full of peace, full of law, uh, love, full of joy, full of the presence of God, full of, um, you know, prosperity and wealth and, you know, kindness, gentleness and, you know, self-control and everything else. Are you going to ignore that 
just because you rather, you know, sit with that one friend because then you'll start feeling uncomfortable. You'll start sharing their pain. You'll start feeling their burdens and the, the weightiness of what it is that they're going through. And, you know, then you're just bogged down. You wake up having a bad day. And then next thing you know, you're trying to figure out why you're having bad thoughts. And why you, you know, you're going through this, why you're going through that. And then next, you know, you're like, you know, God, what is going on with me? Why is it that, you know, I can't never have a good day? Why is it that I'm all, I can't seem to have any breakthrough? Why is it that I'm, you know, going through X, Y's and Z's, but yet, you know, where, where is this coming from? You know, I thought I was healed. I thought I was whole. I thought I was delivered. I thought I was, you know, I thought I was in a good place with you, but yet it feels like as if I'm hitting a brick wall every time I try to praise. It feels like I'm hitting a brick wall every time I try to try to do anything in my life. It's like, you know, where is all of this, where's all this weight coming from? It could possibly be that there are people that are in your community that are not supposed to be there. Thanks. So, you know, some of the, some of the most repeated cycles in sin and repeated cycles in our lives are all because we're just connected to the wrong people. You know, I'll leave that as my last thought because that just came to me. So I'm going to let that marinate. <laughs> so, yeah. Until the next time. Because I don't know if I'm going to try to put myself in the position to try to do these every week like I did last time. Because I think that's, you know, I'm not going to put too much on my shoulders that, you know, when I'm trying to, I'm trying to do other projects too. I got. Uh, one book to finish and another book to start and everything else so until the next time i'll leave it at that until the next uh podcast session that we will have um i don't know the topic but i'm pretty sure like always it'll be from god like every other topic that we've had so thank you again shamante for joining me thank you for your presence thank you for your wisdom thank you for your words thank you for your guidance and how to navigate through things for the people that might be listening listening to this and then at the same time i pray that for everybody that does hear this that god touches your heart he opens your eyes he takes the scales off your eyes so that way you can properly see the right way and whatever might be in your mind that might be stopping or hindering or blocking what it is that is trying to bring forth the understanding and the wisdom and knowledge that is needed in order to properly navigate through the people that God, God has in your life and the people that God is trying to bring into your life, that those those brick walls are shattered. Those things are destroyed, you know, by the fire of God. Those things are eradicated and are no more. So that way you can move and properly be able to judge rightfully those that are supposed to be in your life and those that aren't, you know, God always has the best for you in mind and he always wants the best for you. And sometimes that best for you are the people that he's trying to bring into your life. But we oftentimes ignore it or don't want it all because we don't want to lose the comf comfortability of who it is that we've always had around, you know? So until the next time, I pray each and every one of y'all are blessed, stay blessed, are protected, shielded from any um, any danger. And happy Valentine's Day since that just passed for all any of you lovebirds out there that might be listening to this. <laughs> uh, I'm about to go find something to eat. So until the next time, y'all.